This episode is brought to you by Progressive, where drivers who save by switching save nearly $750 on average. Plus, auto customers qualify for an average of seven discounts. Quote now at Progressive.com to see if you could save. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. National average 12-month savings of $744 by new customers surveyed who saved with Progressive between June 2022 and May 2023. Potential savings will vary. Discounts not available in all states and situations. Are you the type of person who loves to treat yourself? You know, sometimes you just want to buy yourself a coffee, a fancy coffee. Sometimes you want to get a little extra legroom on the plane. You know what I mean? So if you ever treat yourself to the top options, other places like that, then why are we settling when we're finding a doctor? I know it's easy to fall into that rut, but your health is so important. Enter ZocDoc. ZocDoc is a place where you can find and book tens of thousands of top tier doctors, all with verified patient reviews. ZocDoc is a free app and website where you can search and compare highly rated in-network doctors near you and instantly book appointments with them online. There's no more waiting awkwardly on hold with a receptionist. You know we hate that. And these doctors all have verified reviews from actual real patients. You can filter specifically for ones who take your insurance, which is so helpful. You can see who's located near you and who's available and who can treat basically any condition you're searching for. Plus, a typical wait time to see a doctor booked on ZocDoc is between just 24 to 72 hours. That's it. You can even score same-day appointments. When I moved to LA years ago, I discovered ZocDoc because I was so tired of having to call all these different offices and wait. It took hours sometimes to figure out which doctor in town could help me and which one took my insurance, but not anymore with ZocDoc. I was able to find everything from a psychiatrist to a GI doctor, and I did that all through ZocDoc. And the app has only gotten better over time. I still use it. I still love it. I always recommend it to people, whether you have phone anxiety like me or not. It couldn't get easier to find a doctor with ZocDoc. Go to ZocDoc.com slash drink and download the ZocDoc app for free. Then find and book a top-rated doctor today. That's Z-O-C-D-O-C dot com slash drink. ZocDoc.com slash drink. I'm not starting. We're here for listeners. <laughs> Stories. Episode five. Wow, five. I know. Does that means five months? Yeah. Oh, we're so old, elderly. Yeah, we're five months older. <laughs> five whole months older. <laughs> um, also, we were just talking about how the first listeners episode we ever had, we had like three emails, maybe. Uh huh. Like <gasps> that's right. We had nothing, and now all of a sudden, it's literally an like there's buckets of stories in our email we're just going through we need we're like, struggling we're trying to figure out a system on how to get through all these like <laughs> how do we just read faster or do we do more listeners episodes like how do we don't know how to it's spiraling out of control we have so many <laughs> stories how many do we have hundreds not hundreds but like getting there like getting soon there. we'll be there which i like they're all so good and i respond to all of them God bless you. This is why Christine quit her fucking job. So you guys could each get a personal <laughs> note back. But I love all of them. Like, it's my favorite time of the day to read all of them. But I I, I do apologize. I promise we're reading them all, like, in the email. But we can't. We only do four in episodes. So it's like, we're bound to have to skip some at some point. Yeah. So <laughs> but we're, we're all, trying. We're trying. We're we, trying. In other news, my mother just called me. What? Yeah. M. We were just trying to call my mom and it's it's past midnight and uh, she wasn't picking up, and now she just called. She's going to think you're dead. Am I in trouble? Do you want to find out? Don't stop calling her. She left a voicemail. Okay, let's listen to the voicemail. 
I sing it the right way. Let's remember that. Well, I used to take singing lessons when I was younger, and we had, I just sing rent. So, my mother didn't just drunk text me; she drunk drew me. What is that? I don't know. A leg? What does it say? I didn't read the message. We would like to have Christina and Gio's phone number. They are more attentive. They are more attentive, and we, <laughs> and we would like to contact them directly. With my mother and she drunk drew like she used like the the she finger drew touch. like a talon or something she drew something really weird and illegible it looks like a talon that's my favorite thing. you can give her your number if you'd like is she gonna call me i don't know <laughs> i'd really it, honestly you it's can a give her my number what is it elevator music and we're back to listener episode five <laughs> Is anyone there? <laughs> no? If you listen carefully, you can barely hear my pulse. <laughs> M's heart rate has skyrocketed. Uh, I don't know how much you're going to end up putting in, into the final episode, but my mother just very, very heavily drunk. Well, I called. She drunk responded. And we've been on the phone with her for the last 20 minutes of her telling us way too much about herself. Wow. Way. It was also the first time her and Christina have ever spoken. So welcome to your newfound friendship. I am at a loss for words. I think Christine expected their first meetup to be a little more... Civilized? Civilized. <laughs> a thousand percent. A thousand percent. But it was a... But this... I couldn't have asked for a better first meetup. What you got... What you got is the real deal. Uh... Let's take a sharp left turn away from my mom, please. You want to talk about something? Death? Anything? Good. Yeah, I would much rather talk about death. Great. Um, me first. You sure. first. You okay. go first. I feel okay. like I need a breath and a glass of wine. Fuck. I don't know what the hell you need. I can grind up some clonopin into your milkshake <laughs> if you want. I trust me. I think the thing is. I think the reason I don't drink is because I want alcohol so badly. I just want it so badly that I know it would only it would only right. take a turn for the worse. Like I you just, need it. So I need badly. it. I need it. It's like my kryptonite. Right. You're like I would rather just not know how badly I need it. A hundred percent makes sense. All right. So this is from Kim. Hey Kim. 
Hey, I'm Christine. Love the podcast and love that y'all mentioned your friend living in Tanzania <gasps> since I lived in Tanzania briefly a few years ago. Wait, that's the friend I'm visiting tomorrow in San Diego. Oh yeah, I get to meet one of Christine's friends. And she lived in Tanzania. Lived or living? She's no, back she officially? she just moved back. She's like traveling the US. Oh, must be nice. She's coming to LA for a week. Uh, one of the craziest things I learned while living there was about the albino massacres on the mainland. <gasps> the fuck? Albinism or... Zuru Zuru in Swahili. Look at that. We're all having a class together. We always speak so much Swahili on this podcast. Zuru means ghost. Oh, that's sad. So albinos in Swahili are called ghost ghost. That's so sad. Albinism is more common in Tanzania than in other parts of the world. And in other in the early 2000s, mass killings of albinos occurred. <gasps> Traditional medicine is still a large part of Tanzanian culture and the unique is desirable. So you can probably tell where this is going. Oh, I can. And I don't like it. The white skin of albinos is definitely unique, and they were basically harvested for their white body parts oh for my use in healing spells. Oh, my God. However, these body parts fetch a high price of 75 grand for a full albino body. And what? $75,000 USD, which is already really expensive in the U.S., let alone East Africa. Holy crap. Fuck, the best parts are the genitals. <laughs> of course. But sometimes the only thing people can get away with is just chopping off an albino's arm and then running away with it. What? Their bodies will sometimes be dug up by witch doctors. Oh my god. I'm, holy shit. This is a weird turn of is events. This like, I hope this isn't still happening. I mean, it said early 2000s. That's not oh, very long that's ago. that's true. Shit. Here are some of the things albinism can supposedly cure. Oh, boy. Having sex with an albino can cure AIDS, so <gasps> albinos are often oh, raped. Oh, no. Fuck me. I was me. hoping that wouldn't happen. Why the fuck? Why did I choose this story? Body parts are worn as talismans. Ugh. Body parts are used as ingredients and potions to heal illness, like a cure-all, which we know cure-alls cure nothing. <laughs> Um, <clears throat> their body parts are also believed to just bring general good luck, but some people have killed albinos because they thought of them to be cursed. So there's a lot of mixed messages going around. I can understand. Apparently the woman who bears an albino child can be ostracized because it is believed that the albino was the product of infidelity. Oh my God. Not a cure, but apparently there is a registry for albinos in Tanzania, <gasps> which is kind of fucked up. Kinda more like definitely. This is still going on, which is super sad. And while I was on the mainland, an albino man broke into my room to ask me for money. What? To support the albino cause. What? Like, literally, this hulking dude climbed up the fire escape at my temporary dorm room at a university in Tanzania Hell and just waltzed into my room at no. night. Hell no. That alone is its own fucking scary That's story. That's a true crime. That's fucking terrifying. The only way I got him to leave was to tell was to let him tell me the story of albino murders in Tanzania and how he sought refuge in Kenya. And of course I felt horrible that this happened to him, but at the same time, get out of my room, bro. <laughs> For real. Talking with some of my friends I lived with in Zanzibar, the one woman who was blonde recollected being told to be nervous about her blonde hair. <gasps> And she had a few people grabbing at her hair, which is really fucking creepy. Thank God I'm a brunette. Lastly, since over 200 people have been killed for being albinos, and that number is likely higher since inf infanticide is common. <gasps> the United Nations has stepped in to stop this, and it has gotten better since the 2000s, but albinos still face persecution. Motherfucker. That's so sad. 
On the flip side, she wrote, and that's why I drank in Swahili. Oh. Nakwamba ni kwa mimi kunyawa. That's amazing. Anyway. Wow. That was a roller coaster. It was definitely something I don't ever want to have to read about again. We know so much Swahili, I feel like. Oh, yeah. We're basically globetrotters. Basically. Why don't you tell us a story? Okay. See if it takes us somewhere new. All right. Here we go. Ready? Yeah. Hi, guys. Big fan of the podcast. I wanted to submit my ghost story. Who's this? This is R. Hey, R. Hey, R. All righty. Hey, Arnold. Ah. <laughs> oh. Ah. <laughs> All for you. Just for you, R. When I was in the first grade, I was a serious dreamer, a voracious reader, and basically a total dork to my classmates. Wonderful. Me too. Stuart Mankus. <laughs> I didn't have a lot of friends at my school, so I spent a lot of time alone on the playground. Ditto. One day, a boy came up to me and asked if I wanted to play. His name was Milo, and we became inseparable. Aw, Milo! Isn't that a cute name? I used to have a hedgehog named Milo. That's right. I'm like, something... That's how you knew the name. Mm-hmm. Aw, Milo. <coughs> That's a good name. I used to have a hedgehog named Milo. He's a sweetheart. He's an itty-bitty baby. He was in a different class... But I could always count on him waiting for me when I got out for recess. Summer came, and the next year he never showed up. I kind of assumed he had moved or gone to another school and forgot about him. Fast forward a few years, I'm now in middle school with a pretty good circle of friends, kids that had also been in my first grade class. It's a small town. We were talking about people we knew and wondering what happened to them, and I brought up Milo. I didn't know his last name, but thought maybe one of them would know. As I described him... And told them about my time with him, they got weird and quiet. When I asked what was wrong, one of them finally told me. We never hung out with you because you were weird. You were always running around alone and talking to yourself. Shut the fuck up! It turns out... What? It turns out that for almost a whole year, I had been the weird girl because Milo, to the best of my knowledge, wasn't visible to anyone else. What the fuck? I've never looked into deaths around the area, and honestly, I've been scared to ask. I never got a bad feeling and always wondered if he was a ghost or a guardian angel. Anyway, thanks for the show. Have fun scaring everyone. Best R. What the fuck? That one freaked me out. Christine! Yo! They were like, you were talking to yourself for a year. Can you imagine, like, your whole <sighs> life growing up and then sitting with all of your peers and then just, like, confidently talking about that experience, and they're like, look, we thought we never had to cross this bridge, but I guess we're going to have to talk to you about how fucking crazy you were. Like, that that person doesn't exist. That's wild. Isn't that wild? It's also, I wonder what they're... Oh, I just got chills. I know. This one creeped me out. Christine. I know. That, that one, one got me good. That was a good one. That one got me to the core. Whoa, Milo. Thank you, R. All right, let's see how this one goes. What's next? This one's name is not R, but this one's name is J. Whoa. Ayo. Okay. Okay. Ooh, and I got a winky face emoji from her. Thank you, girl. Wait, unless your name's not, unless you're not a girl. It's a girl. However you identify. She's a Patreon supporter. You know too much about things that I don't know anything about. Listen. <laughs> we could probably talk about each of our Patreon donors, like, donators, like, their uh, trading cards. Be like, oh, well, did you know that this one, this one, this one? What if we made creepy trading cards for That would be where there... We found the line. We, we found the line. We finally did it. We finally found a line on appropriate on We've appropriate been trying level. to push it for so long. We found it, and I think you're wiggling your toe over the board <laughs> right now. Okay. My name is Jay, um, and I live in Canada. Da, da, da. In case you're interested. Yeah, Jay, I'm fucking interested. We're interested. 
Can you imagine the day that I get to take Gio to Canada? I will never come home. What, are you going to like, that sounds like you're going to abduct him and move to Canada. You can come. He's just going to go to Canada with me. What is wrong with you? Keep reading. <laughs> um, when I was six, my mother was temporarily separated from my stepfather. My two-year-old brother and I moved in with her into an older home in an Italian neighborhood. We rented the top floor of a small, tall house. In order to enter our apartment, we would unlock the front door, access the shared foyer, go up the stairs, and unlock a secondary door that led into another area. The landlords were an odd... Oh, not odd. Older couple. <laughs> they were an older couple. Uh, very quiet, reclusive... Oh, and odd. I was going to say... All right. We that sound pretty odd. <laughs> uh, as strange as they were, my mother shrugged it off. It's not like we had to associate with them that much, but because... She had two small children. She installed a deadbolt and chain just to be safe. Smart lady. Smart mom. That's a smart mom. Smart mama. Smart mama. Um, Our living space was quite small, and the bedroom only could fit a twin bed and my brother's toddler bed. I wound up on the sofa bed in the living room in the opposite end of the apartment. I didn't mind it because we had beautiful large bay windows in the room, and I liked looking at the sky as I slept. We lived in that house for a year. During that time, my mother grew more and more convinced there was something wrong with the place. Strange noises at night, lights turning on and off, all the classic things, and then I started having violent nightmares. Uh -uh. At first, my mother thought I was going through a stage, but nothing seemed to help. Then one night, I woke up with a, st I woke up with a start and began vomiting large amounts of Frank blood. What it the fuck is Frank blood? Maybe rank, rank blood. Or dark blood? blood frank blood let's just go blood okay anyway imagine it's... imagine if it was a large amount of frank's blood <gasps> who's, who's frank <gasps> and another character enters okay she ate him okay large amounts of blood which that, is horrible okay, yeah That's let's talk horrible. about that for a second let's talk about it wow oh okay you're probably good conversation in a very ill place <laughs> yeah, oh yeah uh my mom rushed me to the er where they discovered I had somehow sliced open the lining of my trachea <gasps> and I needed to have that carterized ASAP. <gasps> how do you just not... How do you just fall asleep and wake up with your trachea slit? That is... From the inside. You, like, swallow a razor blade? I don't know. That's horrifying. I don't even know, I don't even know what to do with that. Oh, my God, my throat hurts just thinking about it. Well, let me tell you, I have never forgotten the horror... Of being strapped to the gurney as medical staff stuck silver nitrate sticks down my throat to basically burn the flesh back together to stop the bleeding. Oh my god. Oh my god. Oh my god. Oh my god. Oh my Traumatizing god. for a six-year-old. Scratch that for everyone. Listen. Yeah. Holy sh shit. Jay, are you okay? <laughs> Jay, do you need a friend? I want to, like, send you flowers or Holy something. Holy shit, Jay. This is stressing me out. Do you have a Patreon? Like, what? <laughs> what will help you? Our Patreon is now dedicated to Jay. Holy <laughs> shit. That's, like, I don't even... I have so many questions, but I want to know none of the answers. I know. It, like, hurts my throat to even think about. Imagine the fear of going to sleep again. That is a good point. Who knows what the fuck you would wake up to next? You wake up with the... How? No. I wouldn't fall asleep again. I feel like we're probably triggering, triggering her again. Yeah, Jay, <laughs> you can sign out if you want. I get it. I'm sorry, Jay. Wow. This oh, is holy crap. Wild. Okay. That makes me want to go to church. The doctor... <laughs> I want to pray for her. Okay. It's true. The doctor wasn't sure what caused the rupture, or maybe he did have a theory, but my mom has 
denied that he ever gave one. As far as my mother was concerned, this was a bad omen. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Ultimately, what pushed my mom over was what happened the following week. What, did you rupture two necks? Wait, something else happened that pushed her over the edge? Yeah. Okay. It was a hot summer night. We live by a lake, so summers can be incredibly, horrifically humid. Ugh. Apparently, this was no exception. We didn't even have AC. That's hell. That is hell. That's Living in hell. a humid summer. Mom was awoken that night to the sound of heavy, steady footsteps going up the stairs to the second floor Mm-mm. apartment. This was disconcerting for my mother because it was the middle of the night and she couldn't place those footsteps where she was hearing. Regardless, she expected them to stop once they reached our heavily locked door. Instead, without a pause, the steps continued right into our apartment nope. and took a sharp left turn uh, a sharp left into the living room where I was sleeping. Mm-mm. My mom felt like she couldn't move. She tried to get up to call out, but for some reason was unable to do anything. So like paralysis. Uh-uh. She claims the whole apartment went silent and what felt like hours. In reality, it might've only been 10 minutes. Suddenly the footsteps started again. This time the steps were heading towards the kitchen on the other end of the apartment. In order to get there, whoever was there would have to pass by the open door of my mother's room. Oh my God. She had a perfect view in the hallway, yet when the steps passed her door, no one was there. Oh, my God. The steps continued forward without slowing and eventually faded away. As soon as the sound had ceased, my mother was able to move again. She jumped out of bed and ran to see... to see. She jumped out of bed and ran to see if I was okay. I was still asleep, but freezing cold to the touch. I remember my mother shaking me awake in a panic, repeatedly saying, we need to leave. Good girl. Oh my God. That night she packed a small bag of essentials and took my brother and I to one of our friend's houses. We crashed on the basement floor for a few weeks until we found another place to live. I never stepped foot back in that house. Uh, My mom went back only once. She came to pack up our clothes in small pieces. She arranged for for the furniture. Almost said funeral. I was like, who died? She arranged for the funeral. She arranged for the furniture to be donated and had been ready to battle with the landlords about breaking the lease. Instead, she found that they didn't put up any fight, no anger, no confusion, no questions. Oh, that's... They mm, fucking knew. Mm-mm, that's why. Mm-mm. Since then, I've had odd things happen to me and seen people and things other people claim they can't see. Admittedly, I'm still quite skeptical of everything, including things I thought I saw, heard, experienced. I constantly assume I'm just sleep-deprived and overworked. While I may be a skeptic, my mother steadfastly insists I'm far more sensitive to the spiritual world and she's still traumatized about that supposed midnight visit years ago. Don't get me wrong, I believe in the supernatural, but I tend to approach the world with heavy skepticism and lots of science. I just like to jump to conclusions. Or I just don't like to jump to I like to jump to conclusions. (laughs) Em's like, wait, that's my opinion. (laughs) It was a ghost. Uh, That being said, there's definitely events I have not been able to explain away. Thankfully, nothing malevolent as has ever happened all events seem to be more benign thank you mrs omnipresence overall i love the paranormal but my real passion is true crime hey christine hey 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 because the way i see it the living are so much more terrifying and fucked up than the dead for the most part anyway unless unless it's a demon true fair i don't mess with that me neither anymore I don't need that nonsense in my life. Thank you, Em and Christine, for being ridiculously cool, informative, entertaining, and relatable. Aww. Keep being awesome. Looking forward to future episodes. Thanks, Jay. That's a great fucking story. Dude, her fucking trachea was ripped open How from the inside. How can you be a skeptic? Like, with, if, you have, if you can justify everything with science, please justify that rupture in your throat. Because that's 
terrifying. That makes me feel like an idiot because I'm like, I believe everything, but I've never had any sort of experience like that. Okay. 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 I have one more story for you. Okay. Um, this is from James. Hi, James. Hi, James. When I was in high school, I was obsessed with the paranormal. One night, my dad and stepmother went out, leaving me alone in our brand new house. So naturally, I decided to get a tape recorder and see if I could get some EVP electronic voice phenomena. Perfect. I turned out all the lights, lit candles, and walked around asking random questions. This sounds like me in high school. Oh, my God. <laughs> it's, uh, what is it, um, the Hardy Boys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um... I was adamant that I would get something, but after two hours, it was about midnight, and I had a lot of tape to go through in the hopes I'd get something. Now, I was a stupid 16-year-old. Well, We all were. Weren't we all? If you're investigating your own home, probably would be a good idea to not do it in the dark with only candlelight <laughs> to oh, light no. your way. <laughs> Can you imagine? <laughs> I'm just picturing myself walking around with a candle in my house. <laughs> I feel like it looked cooler in the 1800s when they had like that, that brass copper <laughs> handle to like carry it around when you're like... In your weird onesie pajama with the hat that matched. Yeah, with the finger yeah. handle. But nowadays it's like, you might as well use a Zippo and get the same effect. Like, why are you holding a glade scented candle? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, oh, is that like sponsored by Febreze or something? Uh, okay. So far you've got a great story, James. It's great. Uh, I wasn't... Okay, whoa. Um... If you're investigating your own home, probably would be a good idea to not do it in the dark with only candlelight to light your way. Basically, I fell down a flight of stairs. With a candle! Oh, no. Oh, no. I wasn't seriously hurt, but I felt embarrassed. (laughs) I would, too, James. And decided to call my investigation to an end. (laughs) The end. (laughs) The worst part of that for me would have been, as I'm falling, I wouldn't even have time to think about getting hurt because I'd be thinking, one... The place is about to catch on fire. For sure. Two, if it doesn't catch on fire, there's still melted fucking wax all the way down these <laughs> stairs, and my parents might come home any minute. I'm <laughs> fizzucked. This is a brand new house, and I've left a trail of wax, of glade-scented wax. My mom was like, here's the new place, spotless. We'll be back in 20 minutes. And then I just pour hot and melted wax everywhere. <laughs> there's, like, fresh cotton-scented. And it's, it's either brand new wood or brand new carpet. It's not good either way. Either way is horrible. So, fortunately... So, good luck, James. He did not injure himself. Luckily... All he had to worry about was feeling embarrassed. <laughs> That's true, and he was alone. So at least it wasn't okay. in front of, like, a group, you know. Okay, let's see. I went to bed, and when I got up the next day, I went through the tedious process of going through my recording of the previous night. Oh, my God, I'm ready. My hopes were dashed as I neared the end of the tape, where every question was responded with nothing but silence. I cringed as I eventually heard the distinct, <laughs> distinct sound of me. Oh. <laughs> he just heard, like, <laughs> oh, uh, uh. You woke up, Gio. Oh, wouldn't wouldn't James have? Yeah, he would have. So So embarrassing. (laughs) I cringed as I eventually heard the distinct sound of me yelping. (laughs) Oh, no. Followed by the crashes of me toppling down the stairs. But then an excited chill went up my spine as I heard the voice of what sounded like a little girl saying, Are you okay? Aww. Isn't that crazy? That's crazy and adorable. I had kept the tape recorder for years, but unfortunately it was stolen by an old roommate. What? Bitch. What the fuck? I would, I would find her. Or him. Or they. They, where are you? Bitch. (laughs) 
No matter what, you're a little bitch. That's the second time I've said that word on this podcast. I what Christina's out to play. Whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> we all know that if I fell down the stairs, Gia would literally look at me and then go back to sleep and be like, I don't even care what happened. You know how dogs are supposed to come to you when you're crying? I've been like sobbing in front of him and he just looks at me and like walks out of the room because I'm too have loud. You, have you seen the video of that guy falling in front of his dog to see what would happen? Oh, I didn't watch it because I thought it would upset me. He, he was walking his like dachshund or something and he's walking down the street yeah. in his neighborhood and he pretends he like has, has a heart attack and falls over and then keeps filming to see what the dog does and the dog just keeps walking at the exact same pace <laughs> down the street like just like you'll get over it that's a thousand percent what you would yeah, he she would be like shit she would be like honestly you're keeping me from my walk so if you could hurry this up that'd be great i have literally fallen like hurt myself and he's like can you i'm trying to sleep Please. he's an emotional support animal Stop. too i know <laughs> stop being so fucking loud Okay, so this girl is the most adorable ghost I've ever heard of. I know. That's a, that's a, I don't want to take away from that story. That's an awesome story. What a sweetheart. Aw. There's more. Okay. Oh. It'd be creepier if the girl said, are you okay? And then someone else said, hope not. Like. (laughs) like, I pushed him. Yeah, someone else was like, guilty. (laughs) Or if they were like, follow us at H-E-W-W-D podcast. (laughs) what so that someone was like you dead yeah it was me dead in the future but coming back to the past to be in someone's story that they would tell in our presence oh sure you know how it works sure that makes so much sense right that's why he's listening obviously mm-hmm. um let's see he says and that's why i drink yep yes yeah yes understood i love your podcast and have added it to my favorites list keep Aww. up the amazing work you what's his name james james and then he said another story he says i have another story that's pretty personal oh no i just got it from my dad today oh no it involves me when i was very little and i figured i'd share it it's up to you guys if you want to read it on your show or not some of it i personally remember but other parts my dad filled in for me from what i had told him oh oh my and it involves one of the most personally traumatic parts of my life so i kind of have spent most of the day working up even writing this since i don't talk about it much oh okay i know i I emailed him to be like, are you sure you're okay if we share this? Okay. So. Okay. When I was five, I saw my mom die. Oh my God. I know. I remember her trying to wake me up to go to school and I just didn't want to. I think I was in pre-K or something. I suddenly heard a loud thud and jumped out of bed to see her laying there on the floor in front of the door. Oh my God. For oh some my God. Re- I know. For some reason, the thing that still stands out to me in my memory of that day was a blue tool bag laying beside her. I tried waking her up and didn't get any response. In my childlike mind, I forced myself to cry and had my tears drop on her because in Beauty and the Beast, that's how Belle got the beast to wake up. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. That's so sad. This is horrible. Oh, my God. I would have done the same shit, though. I know. It's... Oh, my God. James. (laughs) Oh, my God. For me, the next part is fuzzy, but my dad told me I had told him that the next... I had told him that day when he picked me up at the hospital that I had heard a man's voice very harshly tell me to stop crying, to get dressed, and to go next door to get help. I did as the man said and knocked on my neighbor's door. I told him my mom was on the floor not waking up. My neighbor called an ambulance, which took me and my mom to the hospital where she died. Oh my god. I'm not sure if the voice I heard was God, a guardian angel, or help for or a helpful ghost, but whatever it was, even though we were too late to save my mom, I'm thankful for it's telling me what to do in that situation because I don't know how long I would have been there trying to wake her up, not fully understanding what was going on otherwise. Oh, my God. I'm sorry. I just shared the most heartbreaking story ever on this podcast. 
I yeah. I like I just oh But it needed to be heard. I think I don't even I don't I don't even I know. So that is what happened. I do wonder if it was a guardian angel. I bet it was. It's something. It was something there to help him. To be like, get through it. Get dressed, put on some clothes, go next door, get help. You know, like, how does that, he was like a pre-K. Right, you don't just formulate that. A little baby. Yeah. Wow. And he says he remembers a man's voice telling him what to do. Like, I don't even, James. James. This one's for you, man. We love you, James. Thank you for, you realize that's, that's his first time telling the story to someone. Because he um, learned about it today. Well, he knew, he knew some of it. Well, he says um, he's starting a YouTube soon. So, James, when you start a YouTube page. You should tell us. Let us know. Aww. We want to see it. We want to talk about it. Jesus. You're the best. <sighs> Sorry that I, I always do What this. did you do, I Christine? Know. I don't know him. I think that it's important, though, that we still tell the ones that are hard. Because yes. even, like you said in the last episode, mm-hmm. even we, even though we joke about it, sometimes even we need a reality check yeah. of, like, holy shit, this, 100%. this is real. There's real people behind every story. How do we, how do we get out of this? Um, I know that I ended that on a dark note, so I'm just... Do you want me to tell you one more story just to... A little, yeah. Because okay. I, I don't know how to get out of this. I don't either. It's very sad. I don't know... God speed, James. I hope he has an amazing life. Oh, he will. I hope he's having an amazing life. He is, and he will. Um, I'm going to tell Lindsay's story. Okay. This is the best. Hello, Christine M. and Gio. He's so handsome. In he, <laughs> listen, he is so handsome. That doesn't even need to be in the parentheses. You can just say, hi, Christine M. and handsome. I'm pretty sure we're all mocking you. Oh, baby Gio. After sliding into M's DMs on Twitter, promising my story. Ooh, promising my story. I think that did happen. I believe her. I'm finally delivering. I grew up in rural northwest Iowa, and from a young age, I've been sensitive to the paranormal. Perfect. As a true kid of the 80s, I got holiday Barbies and would display them on the top shelf in my bedroom. One night, I woke up to one of them falling on the floor, landing face down, and when I glanced over, there was a little girl standing on my desk (laughs) under the shelf. No. Looking apologetic. Okay. When I woke up in the morning, the Barbie box was standing upright as if someone had picked it up and righted it during the night. No. Side note, these were always pushed against the wall on the shelf, so there is no way they could have fallen over on their own. Mm-mm. Interesting fact. I was an only child at this point. This girl would visit fairly often, sometimes sitting at the end of my bed and leaving a visible dent in the bedding. Where Fuck her- that. Fuck that. <laughs> Fuck that. Em's having a connection. Fuck that. I literally, I have like, look at Em's freaking out. I have like goosebumps. All I, all I need to hear was the indent in the bed because I've had that exact experience, and I'm like, that's one thing I hope to never see again. <laughs> oh, the the chills just keep coming, don't they? Oh man, oh man, oh man. That's only the first paragraph. Le- leaving a visible. Dent. Also, why is she standing on the desk? That's because she was impolite. trying to reach the bear. The- oh, I thought she was just like, <laughs> just like Samara, like a gorilla. What are you? <laughs> I'm just like, like, just like full Heisman walking out over there. <laughs> I didn't know what she was doing. I didn't connect no. it with getting the doll. She was trying to get the Barbies. I know, I know, I know now. Okay. I, I didn't get it then. 
I thought she was just like she woke up and saw a little girl staring at her while standing on. Okay, her desk. that's a lot creepier. I was like, oh, this is now the ring. Out of context, it for sure sounds like Samara from the ring. At least she was just trying to play with toys. That just, I can get behind. She was looking apologetic. She just wanted a Barbie. Years later, when we were moving to a bigger city, we were looking at houses, and one in particular gave me an eerie feeling. When it came time to go and check out the attached garage, I flat out refused to cross the threshold. After we all piled into the car, my dad confided that the real estate agent told him the previous owner had killed themselves in the garage. No. Which is why the windows had been painted over, so (gasps) no one would see him after he hung himself. Oh, no. When we eventually found a house and I started... And I entered high school, I made friends with a bunch of self-proclaimed Wiccans who let me borrow some of their spell books so I could copy oh, no. down the rights. If they were if they were real Wiccans, they would tell you to never do anything with their stuff Mm-mm. without a Wiccan nearby in case you ruin it. Sure, I'm just going to take your word for it. I would not want to mess with a spell book if I didn't know exactly how to do every motion of the spell. Fair point. Keep in mind this was during the... Oh, this is the best. Keep in mind this was during the age of dial-up modems and Ask Jeeves, so don't judge. Too late. So weird that she's bringing up Ask Jeeves because I had two different conversations about Ask Jeeves today. We also just brought that up in a a recent episode. Didn't we? Yeah. Ask Jeeves is getting real popular again. He's coming back. It's like retro, you know? Yeah, he's like like doing the whole thing. Urban Outfitters is going to sell like Ask Jeeves I was literally thinking that exact thing. I was like, I wonder what they would put Ask Jeeves on. I was like, (laughs) maybe a fanny pack. For sure a fanny pack. Basically, we're doing big fucking things for Urban Outfitters right now, and they're not appreciating it. Well, they owe us a lot of money. It's really what what it boils down to. When Ask Jeeves comes back. And I remember you said something about Ask Jeeves, and then we talked about the paperclip from Microsoft Word. I feel like it's all going to cool come back. You know what would be cool? Oh, tell me, Em, what would be cool? If they took all of the retro earliest editions of technology and just, like, did, like, a, a Modge Podge cover on a notebook or something. Mm. Like, they had, like, the paperclip. They had Ask Jeeves. They had... Um, like Organ Trail. Oh. They had. Um, remember the original um, AIM? Yes, the no, old not, school. Not just like the when everyone could download it, but like when you had. There like, were like six month trial CDs of AIM. They would mail you a CD, Mom. and you would have to. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And he was like in the little the AOL Illuminati eye thing. Yeah. And my mom was like, that's a virus. I'll lose my green card. Don't put that in the computer. <laughs> my dad thought it was a virus, too. Oh, my gosh. Whatever. I still did it. I feel like our parents have this, like, fear of viruses. Uh, probably because we all LimeWired the shit out of their computers. That's true. So... That's true. Probably because we downloaded smart. <laughs> so many viruses onto their computer. I, like, I wonder why I could ask myself, like, why were they so afraid of viruses? And it's like, oh, because my generation was the first one to put viruses on all of their shit so like the reason it's honestly our fault that malware exists is because we downloaded so many fucking viruses did you ever use email it was like limewire but even shadier i my it mom literally broke my computer and like i downloaded it and my computer basically went goodbye and went and i was like okay we're not gonna tell my mom i don't have a computer anymore that's the thing my mom told me that if i downloaded limewire that she would be kicked out of the country and i'd be an orphan so she oh. like I'm not even, I'm not exact. Like, she literally was like, you will have no parents. Like, she used to scare the shit out of us. So instead of getting LimeWire, like, my friend would get it, and then I'd make her, like, burn me CDs. Right. Because I was Which like, is always the worst, because LimeWire, one song, kids these days don't realize how... 
kids these days. Kids these days don't appreciate how easy music comes to them because if we had to lime wire one song, sometimes it would take like 16 hours. You'd have to like put your computer on overnight. Yeah, and it wasn't a computer. They didn't stay awake. You had to regularly, like every 15 minutes, shake the mouse to keep <laughs> it on. So you didn't sleep that night. And then once you burnt it, then you could finally play the song and you would hear that it was garbage and horrible. It and was like someone some, talking yeah, over it. There'd be someone being like, introducing my production duction 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 like on top of the music <laughs> okay what was i gonna do oh tell a quick story about Lindsay, but we keep finding ways to ignore her story entirely i'm xing out of everything hang on ba, 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 ba. so she made friends with wiccans right <laughs> <laughs> as you do how do we do this how do we do this i don't know keep in mind this was during the, oh right during the age of dial-up modems and oh, right, okay. Jeeves. right so don't judge Anyway, being the idiot teenager I was, I started messing around with shit I didn't understand. And I immediately wished that I hadn't. To this day, I maintain that I somehow managed to open up some sort of, I don't want to say portal, but some sort of gateway for malevolent spirits. No. This includes waking up to a bride sobbing in the middle of my floor. What? Covered in blood from a slashed throat. No. 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 Invisible children laughing and running back and forth over papers that I had left on the floor. What the fuck? As well as bouncing a ball in my dresser and a spirit named John. He, oh, okay. He, he sounds the coolest so far. He oh, maybe not. was the one that visited me frequently. Oh, never mind. John needs to read the room and know when to go. You spoke too soon. John would appear at random. Some nights I would wake up feeling watched, then look over at my picture window... By the way, I had to Google what a picture window was. What's a picture window? Oh, you don't know either. Okay, I thought I was... What's a picture window? It's like a window that doesn't really open. It's just like there. Just so you can look at the picture of nature? Well, it's like out... It's like an actual window. It just doesn't open, I think. Okay. It's just like a window in the wall. Sure, but whatever. But you can't necessarily open it. I've never known that. I don't know. I think that's what it means. Okay. Um, some nights I would wake up feeling watched, then look over at my picture window and notice a shadow in front of my desk. Whenever he was aware that I was watching, he would immediately... Okay, this is the worst part. Oh, my God. He would immediately stomp over and stop right next to my head and breathe heavily down at me. What the absolute fuck? The air would get really cold, and I would start to cry and say prayers, even though I'm an atheist. In an uh, okay, yeah. <laughs> I, yeah. Yeah. We get it. In an attempt to get him to leave, eventually he would walk away and disappear. There were a few occasions when I would be showering and feel him in there waiting outside the shower curtain for me to come out. One day, after I had closed the curtain behind me, I actually saw him in the mirror, physically moving it back open. No! And ran out of the room screaming. Naked. Yes. I or don't blame her. in a towel. I've know. had that shit happen to me, too. I felt, I literally, I know in my heart that there was something in the shower with me, and it's just, like, an extra casing of vulnerability. That's Because you're full-blown naked. Like, what do you... What do you cover when there's also nothing in the bath with you, but there's definitely something in the bath with and you? And it's an enclosed space. It's an enclosed space. And I could feel pure evil anger, like almost didn't even care that I was naked. It just hated me and knew that this is where I was alone. Uncomfortable. And it could get me. Yeah. yeah. Oh, my God. Well, and then she gets out to be like, whatever, it's nothing. And then sees it in the mirror. Like, oh, my God. Uh-uh, uh-uh, uh-uh. Holy shit, Lindsay. Um, after I moved away to start college, I didn't notice his presence at the house, which led me to believe that he had been targeting me specifically. 
That being said, the first night my boyfriend, now husband, slept over in my room, he asked me the next morning if my dad did that normally. When I asked him what the hell he was talking about, he told me that throughout the night he'd heard a man's heavy footsteps going up and down the stairs outside my room. My dad had been fast asleep the whole night. Uh, again, sorry this email was so freaking long. I loved your podcast. Wish you guys didn't live so far away because you sound like just the kind of people I'd love to drink wine and milkshakes and talk crime and ghost stories with in person. Stay thirsty and tell Gio he's handsome for me. Oh, he is so handsome. Em, you've done that enough tonight. Itty bitty baby Gio. Lindsay. Oh. I like that the boyfriend was aware. That happened when I was with my last ex. Yeah. Where I, like, I always thought I was crazy. And then, because in my room, there's always been something that specifically targets me, I think, because it knows that I'm the most sensitive. Mm-mm. Like, it knows my mom just does not have time for it, so it leaves her alone. But I'm very aware of it and have been since I moved into that room when I was four. Right. So anytime my ex was over, which was for years. Right. Would every night, like, I kind of got used to it, so I started falling asleep. And I just, by the time she was in my life, I was like, all right, I'm going to fall asleep and just ignore it. And hopefully when I wake up, it's gone. Yeah. And she wasn't used to it. So she would wake up. She'd wake me up in the middle of the night and be like, there's literally someone walking in your room right now. Oh my god, oh my god, oh my god, oh my god. And I'd be like, I know, that's why I fucking went to sleep so I could ignore it until until morning. Are you serious? Oh yeah, we saw a lot of shit in that room. Like, And I always thought I was crazy, but thank god there was someone else there at some point to be like, I saw it too. And that's wild. Like, there was one night where there was like, we were lying in bed and there was this... And so I... The way that my room is set up is my bed is in... When I moved, when we moved in, my bedroom um, had an attached bath to it because yeah. I was an only child, and there were two beds with two bedrooms with attached bath. So I just got one of them. Hashtag spoiled. I am. I know. I'm, I'm totally I, kidding. No, but I was. And so, but because we had a bathroom right down the hall, and I was so little, I didn't really need a bathroom. They like right. made it like additional closet space and storage for me. Right. So then, as I got older, I was like, "That's an off room." That's exactly the size of my bed. So if I put my bed in there, then I have a giant room. I love that. More room for activities. More room for activities. So I put like a couch in there with a TV and it's like essentially, it was my bedroom, but there was no bed in there because it's where the bathroom was. It wasn't like a sleeping space. Right, right, right. It was like a hangout space. That's so cool. And, um, and so my bed is in a spot that there's, there's nothing, there's no room to walk around or anything it's just my bed is in there and then the only way to get out is to like shuffle over to the foot of the bed and get out through the doorway right but my it's just like a mattress room essentially right so we were lying in there and the only access i'm already freaked out i don't know the only well it's because you feel trapped and enclosed yes um but the only access to get out of that room is the doorway instead of the actual room and then you have to walk through the room to get out of the into the hallway right and Every night we would either see a shadow standing over us. We would hear heavy, like, boot footsteps walk, walk, because I had hardwood floors in my room. Hashtag spoiled. Hashtag. <laughs> um, and you, so you could hear, like, heavy footsteps clonking, like, back and forth through the room. So, like, if me or my, at the time, girlfriend, like, had to, like, pee in the middle of the night, you couldn't get up and walk through the room to get to the hallway because you could hear footsteps, like, almost trapping us in the room. Oh, I'd be screwed. And so one night we were lying there and all of a sudden we saw like this giant, like bright fluorescent blue, like a white blue electric, essentially it was like a lightning bolt, like that went through the entire room. 
And it went like, pat, pat, pat. And it like showed up three times and then it was what? gone. Yeah. And I was like, did you fucking see that? And she's like, I saw. Yeah. We both saw it and can describe it the exact same way. What the fuck? And because we're in that room, there's no window. The only window we have, it's like totally like there's a blackout curtain in front of it. It was the middle of the night. You can't see into the other room uh, through the windows because those blinds were down. Like it was a pitch black room and we saw like bright electric what the lightning. Fuck? It was totally silent, but it absolutely made itself known. And we're like, pat, 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 and then was gone. What, what, what was it? I don't know. What the, what the hell? But this is a whole roundabout story to say, thank God her boyfriend witnessed it. So she doesn't feel like she's crazy. Totally. Because I spent, what, almost 20 years in that room wondering if I was crazy. And then I finally had someone spending the night, almost every night for three years being like, no, I see that shit. Being like, (laughs) what is going on? That is real. To have, like, just the, I'm imagining your room and to have a bed inside that closet that scares the crap out of me i don't know and my mom will still i so i'll still go home and i'll sleep on the couch downstairs and my mom has the nerve to be like why like are you do you not like your bed in that room do you not like your bed in in that little closet space like why don't you just move it out into the main room and i'm like because then i'm in the room with the guy that walks around and flashes lightning at me i'm not gonna go in there that's a fair point that's a fair point she doesn't seem to get it so I feel like my mother would be the same way. Like, stop wasting space. I'm like, honestly, why don't you go start sleeping in my room for yourself? (laughs) You'll sleep on the couch, too. Yikes. Um, You know, I feel like we're always like, these are the best episodes. And then we do them and we're like, whoa. This really, this one was the best one so far, I think. This one really got me good. Yeah. I think this is the longest one, too. Good luck editing. Thank you. Even once I edit it, I have a feeling it's going to be the longest one. Yeah. So sorry, y'all. If you're still here, you're the best. You're the best around. Whoa. That was supposed to be an 80s song, but it didn't work out well. That sounded pretty good to me. Anyway, thank you guys. I'm sorry for Christine having to edit this. (laughs) Oh, I thought you were going to say you're sorry for me. Oh, I'm sorry for you knowing me. Um, (laughs) And then I think that's all so far. So the next episode will be August 1st. What? The next listener's episode will be August 1st. Oh, I thought you meant the next episode episode. Oh, maybe if we decide we don't like you anymore. We need a break. (laughs) (laughs) This is honestly too much for us. The next listener's episode will be in August. August. Yuck. That's weird. We only have five more until the new year. Yeah. Until the year of my wedding. That's what we're going to call it. Oh, shit. You realize that means we only have 15 more listeners' episodes until you get married. You're giving me so much anxiety. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Cue the tears. Okay. Okay. We're going to... I have to go to work tomorrow. Oh, shit. It's 11.30. Okay. Bye, guys. <laughs> Bye. And, and that's, that's why we drink. drink. Maybe. <laughs> sure. <laughs> Bye, Linda. <laughs> Bye, Mom. In a fast-paced world, every day brings new challenges and new opportunities. At Strayer University, we know a thing or two about getting and staying ahead of change. For over 130 years, we've been providing students like you with innovative tools and customized support. So you can find your way forward and always keep striving. Visit Strayer.edu to learn more. Strayer University is certified to operate in Virginia by CHEV and has many campuses, including at 2121 15th Street North in Arlington, Virginia.